I like having answers for things. Like our ADHD school spaghetti, it just spits stuff out at lightning speed, doesn't it? Oh, and that's good and that's smooth and I like that. But then when it doesn't happen, when I don't get my answers right away, oh, that's so frustrating. You want to talk about it? are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. It's podcast time. Thanks for inviting me into your ears today. (laughs) When was the last time you had these things cleaned? Seriously, what's going on in here? Quick announcement. Today was going to be the ADHD and sex episode. Oh my gosh, I was looking forward to this, but the doctor had to reschedule. So that one's going to come out in December, hopefully. So that's the big announcement. And if you guys, if you want to overcome task paralysis, your lack of motivation, you want to learn how to finish what you start, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you to get the program that I made for you. It's a series of videos set up exactly how an ADHD or needs them. They're short videos. They answer specific ADHD hurdles. Got some worksheets in there for funsies and 14 days of video nudges where you actually implement the stuff that you're learning. You can't beat it for the price. If you've got those struggles, check it out. And it's got a 15-day money-back guarantee. So you know what I'm saying? It's not too shabby. I should say 15-day money-back guarantee minus the Stripe fee because apparently these secure payment processor places, they they charge a cut. I get it. Hey, I get it. But look, I'm going to put the $3 on the line because nobody to this day has asked for a refund. That's how goddamn good the program is. And then also, I really enjoy the process of educating, serving you guys. So I'm looking to put together more of these things. So if there's some outcome that you're looking for, there's some ADHD thing that you're struggling with that you're like, you know what? I would pay some money to get that shit solved. Let me know. This will feed into the things that I build for you guys. You know, I don't want to just make random stuff that nobody wants. So you can always reach out to me uh, through the website, ADHDbigbrother.com or, you know, email Russ at ADHDbigbrother.com. I'm findable. You can find me. Let me know. So let's talk about this thing. This, do you ever feel frustrated because you can't come up with an answer to something right away? Like think of the things or the projects that you might work on, like, you know, cleaning a garage or organizing, you know, or a work project and you're all ready to go. But then the question pops up like, well, okay, where do I start? Or how do I do this? It's some thought where you don't have the immediate answer, something that like what you're used to. You know, when you're hyper-focused and, or when you're really interested in something, you notice how like, you don't really have to think about what to do. You just know and you just do it. And when the answer doesn't immediately pop up, if you're like me, frustration and resistance to the task builds up. I start to get angry at myself for, you know, either not knowing where to start or angry because I'm not beginning because my brain won't give me the answer. I think an effective metaphor for this, this just resonates with me completely. So I'm going to share it. But think about your brain. It's like a giant library, like this giant room that's filled with answers. Every answer that you need is in this large room. And in a normie brain, that room might look like an expansive library where all the information is organized and categorized. So everything is easily accessible. And there's a computer with like a really fancy Google type search. You just type in your question. And then the librarian comes up instantly, appears and hands you the answer. That's beautiful. And in our brain, or my brain for sure, it's this 
ADHD brain room is like this, it's the same beautiful, expansive library, except the books are everywhere. They're all over the floor. They're disheveled. There's piles. You have to walk over the books to get places. And for some reason, there's like these industrial sized fans oscillating and blowing papers all over the sky, everywhere. And even though everything is accessible, like how the fuck are we supposed to find anything? The computer with the Google search, it's got that eternal spinning wheel and the librarians off in the corner looks like they're figuring out how to nose whistle or something. You're like, what are you doing? Nose whistling isn't even entertaining. I need your help. So let's take some simple multi-step project like cleaning a bedroom. Norby Brain sees the messy room, goes into the brain library, and instantly grabs the form that says get started. Nothing is sacred or more important. They're just likely to pick up the laundry first or clean off the nightstand. They just get started because that's what it takes. We see the messy room and then we realize, oh, we have to clean. And then we realize we have to go into that shithole brain room and work through that mess. We already know how hard it's going to be to find the answer. So we can't find the book, the thing that says get started. Sometimes we'll sit on the couch physically for hours in a catatonic state, searching our brain library, beating ourselves up because we can't find the thing that gets us started. And we get angrier and angrier at ourselves. But to everybody else, we literally look like we're just sitting on a couch, zoned out, and yet we are in there hunting for some way to get started, yelling at ourselves, why, why? You know, think of it like externally, it's like looking for your car keys. You know you have them. They're here. You've looked three times in the places that you'd normally keep them. And the more you look, the more frustrated you get. And for me, that's similar to when we spend too much time in that brain library looking for the answer. It's a buildup that pulls us in the direction of self-loathing. Because why, why are we like this? Why can't we just blah, 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 blah? Why can't we just do the thing? Just give me the info to start me up. So if I don't get that information instantly, like right away, oh, that, that's a problem. My brain library room stuff that I, uh, that I struggled with was things like cleaning a garage or doing taxes, things that required problem solving or organizational type stuff because we don't have that capacity. We can't store multi-step processes in our brain. It's just not a thing that we do. That realization was kind of a big deal to me. You know, so the way that I look at this stuff is not how can I be a normie? I can't. But I still want to do the things that the normies are doing. So, and I don't have outsourced money. I don't, How many times have I seen this where people are like, you know what? Hire a housekeeper. That's going to help. I'm like, hell yeah, that would help. And I could hire an accountant and I could hire a personal assistant. I could hire a private chef, a personal trainer. Oh, I, we could hire a lot of people so that I could spend my time in my lovely hyper-focus town, playing my guitar, going on hikes, playing with my kids, you know, learning how to tie cool knots or, or picking up the, uh, the skill of origami. That seems like it would be fun to do. You know, buy a fifth wheel. RV renovated? Oh my God, thank yes. If I had a majillion z billion z dollars, you goddamn right. I would outsource all of it. ADHD solved. I would have a host of employees who they, they would roll their eyes at me uh, every day and they'd be like, oh God, he's such a fun, super nice guy. God, but he's a lot to manage. And we're trying to do this all on our own. So we got to heed this gentle reminder. We got to be cool with ourselves. We are trying to do and be all of those outsourcing jobs. 
to ourselves. Okay, that was a bird walk where we were talking about uh, we can't store multi-step items in our head. We want to do the things that the normies can do, but we got to do them our way. Many of these things that are automatic for a normie, they require a few steps on our part. And these are simple steps. They are remedial. And the only danger is that they they have the potential to make us feel stupid. Like, you know, why are we so dumb that we need these basic steps? And I, I went through that a, a little bit at first. And so to that, I will just say that these simple steps, that's all they are. They're simple steps. And once you've practiced them enough, they become autopilot. They just become a part of you. And you'll see if you do it. And you do plenty of these things, these multi-step processes in your life already. They're routine. Making coffee, brushing your teeth. Those aren't hard to get started because the routine's already set. If you don't have a routine and if your brain's not giving you that answer that you want, then try this. You know, first, give yourself a break. Um, the beating yourself up is the A number one thing to squash. We got to get rid of that. Ideally, you pre-plan the things that you're going to do. Like we, we're right now people. And so planning, tend, that tends to be difficult. Trying to figure something out in the moment, though, that can be really, that can be a lot harder than preparing your day in advance. So if you do find yourself in the moment trying to figure out, ah, what am I going to do? Like set a timer for 15 minutes with the task of planning. And this is the multi-step thing that you're about to do. That's the first step. The first step is to plan what you're going to do. You're front-loading your time. Uh, with some prep. Ask yourself, this is such a big deal. Ask yourself, what is the smallest point of entry into this task? Brushing your teeth, that might have the smallest point of entry of grab toothpaste. Um, Cleaning a bedroom, it might be take the glass off the nightstand and take it to the kitchen. It's a simple, tiny effort that's easy enough to get us started. You know, we think brushing our teeth, that's stupid easy, right? Well, think about, have you, you ever been in a depressive episode? I don't know. Some if you if you have comorbid depression, you you get it. You know how hard it is when you're in that state to do anything. Like your only shot at moving forward is to find the smallest, most insignificantly minuscule effort, and that's your Mount Everest. That minuscule effort that requires no motivation because that's how easy it is. That effort will, uh, you know, according to Doctor Herdman Schnickerflirks of the Scientific Journals, in the 1988 uh, d- journal release will re- release 35 cc's of dopamine into the neurotransmitter field. Is this fucking dopamine, right? Yay! It has the potential to supply you with enough drive to keep going. Like this is you nudging yourself down the mountain. And as you know, if you've read my ebook uh, or the taken the program, the perspective that I prefer for these ADHD goals, it's not successfully climbing up a mountain. It's nudging ourselves down the mountain. The goal's at the bottom. It's just a fun roll away and it only requires little nudges to get us going, to get us rolling. So does it feel remedial to set a timer and say to ourselves, I'm going to pick up those shoes over there? Maybe. No, nobody, nobody has to hear it. You don't have to say it out loud. You're doing exactly what a normie would be doing, picking up the shoes. But the inner steps, they just might look a little different at first. And I'll tell you, you know, you do these things repetitively or enough, and over time, you don't need them. I rarely need the smallest point of entry at this point. Sometimes when I'm working out, uh, because I really don't like doing that, or when I'm organizing sometimes, if it's something that I don't like, 
and I catch myself unable to start, absolutely, I, that's what I do. And it's not like I've been doing this for decades. This is it's very easy to adopt these skills very quickly. Well-managed ADHD is the, it's the adoption and the implementation of these unique sets of skills. And the beauty is that we can, the difference is now like uh, when we're struggling to do these things, we're not thinking, I can't do this naturally, so what a piece of shit loser I am. We're thinking, I can't do this naturally. Let me go apply some things. Timer, pre-plan, smallest point of entry. Here we go. This troubleshooting process, this is critical, I think, to our success. Like timers, pre-plan, smallest point of entry, give it a, give it a go. You know, or if you're independently wealthy, outsource everything. Get into that resin artwork that you've been always wanting to try. And also, if you're independently wealthy and you like the podcast, please click to support the show and buy me a $10,000 coffee, and I can outsource my dishes. Thank you. Alrighty, folks, that's going to do it for me today. Remember, if you start to feel yourself getting frustrated because those answers don't come right away, take a step back, cut yourself some slack, and use an ADHD Big Brother hack. Oh my god, I did a rhyme. Later. Later.